That's right, and welcome to Urban Underachiever Radio. My name is Brandon Walker. I'm here with Stephanie Casey and Brent Dawson. Hello. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy holidays. <laughs> happy Kwanzaa. I forgot. Oh, happy Hanukkah, of course. And any of the other ones I've left out. And happy holidays again. Monday. You have a great Monday. What day is uh, today, anyway? Uh, how, how many Monday. days till Christmas? We covered it a second ago. It's Monday. It's okay. Monday, Brandon. It is Monday, but what is the date? <laughs> the week? The 21st. Four more days. Woo! Y'all have both been very bad this year. I know. <laughs> I have it on good authority that you will be getting. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Lumps of coal. So, um... Last week's episode, our last uh, edition, was, was very uh, non-uplifting, so we wanted to do something <laughs> fun this week, this edition, uh, so we we're going to talk about Christmas. So, um, And abortion. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get some Bella Rash rippling through the We'll, we'll throw in some, some uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, how, uh, we, in our kind of our pre-talk here, we, dis- we discussed that uh, this is going to be lopsided against me i'm gonna be the only the only christmas soldier here because i love christmas i always have i love the holiday season and i and i've kind of psychoanalyzed it and i think it goes back to the fact that i had kind of a troubling uh, childhood in a lot of ways but christmas was always the time of year when everything turned out well like it, the family all got along regardless of the situation um my dad made a huge deal out of it he was a designer and he would design these amazing uh scenes outside our house with lights and snowmen and this this amazing stuff and that's the memories i have of christmas my family would all get together we didn't there was no drinking involved uh in my family so we don't have any of those stories about you know drunk uncle jim knocking over the christmas pulling down his pants and you know what about crazy cousin blakey taking a dump on city hall's desk how about one of those stories they'll see i don't have any of those stories so that's why i have not had my uh Views or your grandpa's reading the Christmas story from the Bible and then going on to tell you why every single person in the family is going to go to hell because they don't treat their elders right. I wow. I, I just dodged a bullet that on it because it it was all it was all nice uh, for me. So maybe that's why I've carried this on and I have a, I still have a positive attitude. I like Christmas songs. I like the lights. I like all of it. So do you like the Christmas songs for four weeks straight everywhere you I go? I do. I don't oh listen God. to them during the year. I'm not like that, but they, yeah, I need I major like surgery every year in January Look, to pull the pencils out of my ear. Not only do I like the songs. I'm okay with it for uh, uh, maybe two weeks, but then it just starts like you just can't escape. And it's just, and it's not just Christmas. It's not just Santa and be cheery. It's There's really, only so really many times you can hear Mariah fucking Carey without snapping. Okay, that's exact true. And I'll give you that. But I don't listen to Mariah Carey. What I listen to is... Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, uh, you know, some of the composers, Handel's Messiah. That's the stuff I like. It I is interesting. I, it's the one time of year that the, you know, even in the um, grocery store and stuff, there's explicit religious music playing and mm-hmm. nobody cares. Nobody calls bullshit. Uh, that's offensive to me. Interesting. Because it's religious propaganda. Well, which Perfect atheist segue. tunes would you like to hear? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hear about people getting drunk and having sex. I guess. All right. Well, look, here I'm going to present. I'm going to present the opposite of viewpoint from uh, Garrison Keeler here. You guys, know, you guys know who he is. He's on our side. No. Oh. Well, let's see. No, he's not on oh, any of our side necessarily. But I'll read. You know Garrison Keeler. He does um, mm-hmm. Lake Wobegon and what's mm. what's the thing that he does? The um, it's a radio show that he does on NPR. And I forget. I've never really listened to it because he's really old. But God, why do you hate old people? That sounded 
bad. Never mind. Okay. Um, he wrote a, an essay or something called Non-Believers, Please Leave Christmas Alone, in which here's his quote. It says, if you don't believe Jesus was God, okay, go write your own damn silent night and leave ours alone. This is spiritual piracy and cultural elitism, and we Christians have stood for it long enough. And all those lousy holiday songs by Jewish guys that trash up the malls every year. Rudolph and the Chestnuts and the rest of that dreck. Did one of our guys write, grab your loafers, come along if you wanna, and we'll blow that shofar for Rosh Hashanah? No, we didn't. Christmas is a Christian holiday. If you're not in the club, then buzz off. Celebrate Yule instead. Don't make me listen to that when I'm out in public everywhere for a month. (laughs) Celebrate Yule instead or dance around in druid robes for the solstice. Go light a big log. Go wassailing and follow lying until you fall down. (laughs) Eat figgy pudding until you puke, but don't mess with the Messiah. Christmas Christmas does not need any improvements. But then why? Then it should only be in churches and private homes. Like I shouldn't Ah. have to be, you know, accosted with it at every turn out in public. I want to try some figgy pudding. I don't even know what the hell that is. Maybe it's made with figs. But they're pretty insistent in that song. Well, the, we the, won't leave until we get some. The uh, the obvious thing that Garrison Keillor is missing, and the reason I bring him up is because you I've heard heard a lot lately about this war on Christmas that uh, evangelicals are getting bent out of shape because people are quote taking Christ out of Christmas. Uh, and saying happy holidays or whatever, even though happy holidays is... Which is so offensive. It's a convenient way of saying have a good holiday season. And I respect that you might not be a Christian, and so I'm not going to... Right, and you don't have time to go, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and all those kind of things. Now, my, my, my point here is that Christians did not invent Christmas. It was, for thousands of years past, a pagan celebration of the winter solstice by, as he mentions, druids and people in robes, okay? They invented the concept. <laughs> the Christmas tree, holly, lights, candles, Santa Claus, all that is pagan mythology, which at one point the, the church decided, hey, we need some more people to come into the church and we need to give them something to party, so a reason to drink uh, and a reason to have some fun. So what, let's take what they're already doing and just throw in Jesus right. and then make it his birthday. They, they picked an arbitrary day, which happened to be right at the winter solstice, which they decided was his birthday. And then there you go, the birth of Christmas, which now evangelicals and Christians um, have claimed as their own, not realizing that nothing about Christmas really comes from Christ except the name and the basic idea that it celebrates his birthday. So nobody owns it. So why can't we all just have fun and, and do our thing? So Well, I just wish it would like I, I do like the idea of there being a nice season for us all to take time to care about each other a little bit more, be a little nicer to remind us of that. I just don't like all the brouhaha surrounded with that. And I sort of wish that, that we did that once a quarter. Why <laughs> the fat man and chimneys and dropping presents down that? Why That's those from, things? I don't um, well, I, I, I get yeah. the thing, but why Christians latch on to that? I mean, why not? Goldfish left Lincoln logs in your sock drawer. I mean, as long as we're making shit up, go hog wild. Besides, uh, goldfish crawling across your floor with Lincoln logs on its back, climbing its way up to a sock drawer. At least that has a miraculous connotation to it. Um, why are we? Let's have fun with it. Let's make the shit out of this thing. Let's make up something. Well, they do think that's fun. Hmm. They think Santa is fun. I think Santa's fun. And I also think, okay, this is another thing I want to talk about. I think about. goldfish are fun. Well, okay, I think it's a little weird to also lie to the children and say that there's these pretend creatures that are doing these things, like your Easter Bunny and your Santa Claus and stuff. I think it's a little twisted. 
that we make up the characters to to really really lie to the kids. I mean, they believe it, and it's oh, a yeah. huge make deal no about not it's letting them know. That's and it's what a this country thing. is founded upon. Oh, uh, so Brent brings it back full circle, <laughs> bullshitting everybody over everything. But this is not an American holiday. True. What's the best Christmas? What's the best governments do? They bullshit each. What's the best Christmas movie? Best Christmas movie. My answer will surprise you, but it shouldn't. Uh, Christmas Story. That's a good one. That's up there. It should be in the top five. Christmas yeah, Story. Yeah, that's good. I mean, you know, you have the classic. What's the one with the angel and the, you know, um, a, a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. I mean, yeah. that's a classic. You know, uplifting human story. W- wouldn't make my top five. Oh, that would be in my top five. Elf is really good. Elf is not in my top twenty. Um, what other Christmas movies are there? <laughs> Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, Christmas. White Christmas, probably my favorite. Okay, that's um, a good this, one. The Frosty the Snowman. Uh, yeah, the, the old one. animated one. Oh, the the but land without of misfit toys. Yeah, yeah. the Rudolph. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the number one Christmas movie of all time is Die Hard. Oh, nice. It's a good movie, and it is a Christmas I'll movie, and the Christmas you. theme flows throughout mm-hmm. the whole movie. That's true. Our, our one DMC terrorist. Yes, what cuts better? Ho ho ho! Now you I got all your American gun. staples in that one. Okay, second best would be uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Love it, oh, mainly because of Randy Quaid right. as cousin Eddie. Right. Uh, it, it doesn't get any better. Oscar than, worthy, in my opinion. Yeah, it's Oscar worthy. Wouldn't he explains that the Jelly of the Month Club is the gift yeah. that keeps on giving all year long, <laughs> Clark. Uh, that's a great one. Christmas Story, maybe number three. Charlie. Br- Guys, how can y'all not like the Charlie right, Brown Christmas Charlie Brown. special? I haven't seen that in so long. I I, we really go watch. Long. I watched it like two nights ago. We sat on the couch and watched it. And you know what? I watched it with no like hipster ironic sort of like, ooh, I'm being ironic. I'm right. watching Charlie Brown. I watched it because it's a damn good movie. It's an it amazing little bit of animation. It's got the peanuts. Are on. Music. I don't really remember the story of it. I mean, I remember they find a tree at the end, and he has the one that he puts it. It's yeah, it's wussy, the, the whole point of the story is the shitty tree with no. The whole point, the part I you know, you you should you should see it because it's right up your alley here with the whole commercialism of Christmas. That's right. the whole point. Is all the other little kids are making a big deal out of the commercial side of Christmas. Linus shows up at the end, and he's like. Let me tell you what it's all about. And the little spotlight comes down on him and he tells, right, right. reads okay, the chapter yeah, from yeah. Luke. And, and wasn't uh, that movie brought to you by the good folks at Clorox? Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, well, it is kind of strange because it does have an overtly Christian message to it. And you don't see that a lot on, on regular TV, but every year you'll see that. Um, it's great. And he has a little heaven? tree. Hmm? Seventh Heaven is, hasn't been on in like fifteen. <laughs> oh, it's on years. reruns. That is one of my favorite oh, guilty pleasures. I love too that like all Heaven's the actors awesome. are like stoners. And uh, Highway to Heaven, remember that one? Love God, that. Awesome. Hair. Great. I'm trying to forget Michael Landon's hair and all oh, that. Oh, brilliant, brilliant Landon. piece of TV. His hair didn't change from that since um, Little House on the Prairie. That was just his hair. It was sort of a mullet, but like bushier. I, it was, I mean, that thing was, it was like, like a lesbian mullet. I mean, it was that bad. It, like a femolet sort of yeah. thing going? Yeah. It was, I don't know. It was rough. But um, but no, if I had kids in my life, I would You wouldn't lie Christmas to them stuff. about Santa? Um, well, I think that you ha- almost have no choice. Because if you tell your kids, no, right. it's a bunch of bullshit, then the other parents are going to come and like stone you or something. Yeah, I want to tell my kid it's bullshit, but my wife will hurt me. Yeah. Exactly. Because it's fun for them. Isn't it it's okay? It's fun to destroy their myths later. Actually, yeah. it's fun for my wife. But isn't it okay for kids to have imaginations and believe in things that aren't real for a while while they're still kid while they still can before it gets destroyed yeah, and they, they have, have to have the hard cold reality of life? We well, don't have to. I mean, I just think that that's No, you give them the bait. You say, "Oh, they're well, saying let them invent their own imaginary yeah, friends." Yeah, that's what I think. That's fine. 
I think so too, and I think it's fine. I mean, it, I had because it's it's like twelve of them. At, at some point, time. like when the kids aren't cute and like don't say blindly to whatever you know. Well, I mean, when kids are little, you can give them anything and they're excited, you know, because they have attention spans of like one minute. But then when they get older and you know you're less appreciative, and this goes for birthdays and everything, then you, you stop getting as much of a big deal made out of it. And I just think that that's weird. I think that's a weird cultural thing to do that to like make up these things and. Well, shower these children with gifts at, until a certain point in their life and then be like all right sucker you're on your own well if it's in keeping with the rest of the lies we tell each other i mean we have this psychological need to uh convince ourselves that we're going to live forever and uh that death is something we don't have to really endure we just pass mm-hmm. on to something else. it's just in keeping with that same kind of magical crap and um, it gets parents to convince their kids to be good for a period of time. They use it as an excuse, you know, if you don't want to be good. So, and I remember as a but kid. But you can still do that and be like, I'm buying the presents, not Santa. Yeah, but the kids know they can manipulate That's what the pisses me off and... most about Christmas is I'm it worked imaginary for me as a fat kid. Just... guy gets all the credit when I'm the one shelling out the master card. <laughs> but yeah, see, really. but see, then, then there's that moment, though, later on in life when kids go, oh, my dad bought me all that stuff. That was, I want that, that, that cool. now. <laughs> I'm a selfish prick. Oh, they, want... love you, they love you enough now. I, it worked for me because I remember around Christmas time, man, I, I towed the line on behavior as a kid because I really, I was like, okay, well, you know, I really want that Millennium Falcon for Star, for, from Star Wars for Christmas. And if I don't do this and this, I'm not going to get it. So, you know, it's an early uh, cause and effect. Uh, maybe you call it early understanding of economics you know that, <laughs> that you have to invest good behavior in your it's just, return it's just skinners rats or dogs you, you do good you get a retreat maybe there's a whole deeper thing to this that it, it really is preparing kids for the real world <laughs> except your boss is santa claus right and you have to be or even better uh, withhold your bonus not because you were bad or good but because we had tough economic times that year exactly well how about this and this this is kind of cynical but what if santa claus there's a, a a god santa thing here going that it's a good it's a way for parents to teach their kids what god is like and a lot of <laughs> p- parents teach their kids that a god's going to punish you if you're not good and he's going to reward you if you are good and what better way to do that than with a fat guy that gives you presents? I thought that was the whole philosophy of church. Is to teach that throughout the whole year? Isn't, isn't that yeah, like, but, but kids do what don't, we say or else you'll burn in hell? But here's the thing. It's a tangible way for kids to understand that. Like when you say, okay, God loves you and he's going to punish you or he's going to reward you. Mm-hmm. What reward do kids get they, right. for being eternal good? Life. They don't. Yeah. But to a five-year-old, eternal life means nothing. But what does mean something is a little Tickle Me Elmo or, or a remote control car or whatever. So they're getting... Or chocolate eggs left in the night by Easter. Sure. Easter's the same thing. Maybe that's that's just a, a tangible way of kids to understand a concept that their parents are trying to teach them and will teach them later. But it gives them this whole... And maybe that... Wow, I'm, well, I'm I mean, stumbling that, onto something deep here. That's the same thing as saying, like, bring home good grades and then, you know, you get to go to your favorite, like, arcade or whatever all day and... Or whatever, you know, I mean, your favorite activity. And I mean, it's just a reward system. Doesn't that disturb anybody else? The idea that God might have a pencil that he's scribbling your name in on one list. Of course, that should be disturbing. It, putting it Absolutely. in another. Um, I, I don't know. I thought he already knew. And could, he's planned out everything. And I mean, it sucks if you're like a 10-year-old. Couldn't he use pen? Life, I mean. But he planned it. He's checking it twice, man. Yeah. Well, honestly, okay, so the, the, this war on Christmas thing, 
Stephanie, do you really feel offended if you see a, a manger scene in in a public building or something like that? I mean, like why why? Because I'm trying to understand it from both sides mm-hmm. here. It doesn't offend me to see a, a Hanukkah, a menorah, or a Kwanzaa celebration. It doesn't or anything. offend me, even though I don't believe that. It doesn't believe. It. I don't. It just, um, I, I find it personally annoying that I have to okay, be annoying over is the one head thing. with yeah. it for an entire month. I could accept. And I annoying. don't see any Hanukkah stuff anywhere. And I mean, I lived in New York City for five years, and there's not no one except for Christmas people do this. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> there's uh, no yeah. other. Even Jewish kids will tell you Hanukkah is kind of a ripoff <laughs> for them in, in, in comparison. <laughs> like, but I mean, it's just honestly, it is. It's like the music, the the fakeness, the like even what Robin was saying, saying, you know, oh, well, I like it because people are nicer and stuff. And it, that just pisses me off that like, why are you only nice or extra nice at Christmas? That's weird. And I, it's just it's just dumb to me. Like the whole thing, like I just feel like it's almost going back to your argument from earlier of saying, OK, well, if you're encouraging that behavior at that time, that's, you know, what it is instead of. It's like focusing all the goodness of the year in this one moment instead of we should. Well, I'm going to use nice your to argument that you used against Brent to say that that's just the way it is <laughs> yeah. right now because of call it American right. culture and history. This is how we we are. So, but but this whole idea that there's a war on Christmas and that there's this should be a peaceful time. That's, and, and right. you know, that's a part of the media invention of the last few years. We ha- we love to have war on yeah. everything. We don't want to do anything about it. We just love to declare war on shit. We just like to fight against the war whatever. on drugs. That's horse shit. The war on we just like to be at war at shit. So even Christmas, we have to be at war with something. Exactly. Why can't we just finally just get along at Christmas and everybody just say? Whatever you feel, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever. Because the damn ex in front of us is so goddamn offensive. No, yeah, they hate that. Even though if you spun it around, it would be a cross, right? Well, no, X is is actually the the Greek word for chai, which is derivative of Christ. Yeah, that's what they used in the early church to symbolize Christ. The X was the meant Christ. So putting Xmas is actually maybe even more symbolic of Christ because... Well, I, I just see that, like but... I don't know if you guys look at that blog that I sent you the STFU conservatives and then there's oh, another yeah. one Love called it. Lame Book that's really funny and both of them have been posting the Christmas ones you know and people post up things like listen if I'm gonna say Merry Christmas no matter what so for all you non-believers like you can just suck it and just go fuck off and it's like <laughs> what the hell <laughs> yeah I mean <laughs> and God bless us all everyone yeah, I mean that's just, the story of cheese <laughs> that kind of thing that i'm just it makes me crazy because i i just you know and it's it's just funny because for anyone to think that oh christmas is just this american blanket holiday when there's plenty of people here that maybe don't celebrate or celebrate something else or whatever and so to just assume that you know it should be merry christmas all the time all the everywhere for everyone is well my project for you stephanie is you know how mormons go door to door and pass oh my god i want you to get I want you to pass out atheist material. I want <laughs> blank sheets of notebook paper. Go door to door. Blank sheets of notebook paper. Here's something to think about. <laughs> I want to share with you. Wow. Something a little that's changed my life. <laughs> I could I like number it. one. I, I could like totally it. see that happening. I can see somebody pull, I like the trying blank to pull that move. Paper. Yeah, that, really it has funny. to be. They can't yeah. say anything yeah. on it. Just just blank sheets that's of paper. That's really funny. I like that. Well, do y'all, it's almost a moot point now. But do y'all have any? stories or good christmas <laughs> memories from your life okay wait i, I want to say something else too like well they're the all tragic with christmas of just saying it's a time to get together and stuff i mean thanksgiving is only one month before so again yeah. let's spread it out well you know you throw in easter but nobody really does anything much on easter yeah. anymore 
I love. I had fun at Christmas. My cousins, everybody got together and we beat the shit out of each other playing football on the front lawn. And but it was awesome to me because of the presents. Period. That's why I I liked Christmas as a kid. I didn't care about anything else. I got Batman and Robin like every year for five years when I was a kid. What'd you do with them each year? Like lose them? I just beat the hell out of them. The Batman and Robin. Yeah, the little. Action figures, yeah. The Mego ones, them? the ones with those squishy rubber heads, those yeah, are awesome. Huge ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. And GI Joe and all that, I loved it. It's nice. And um, then I would go battle. terrorize my cousins' Barbies, and GI Joe would fuck the shit out of them. Uh, on that note, I still have. <laughs> a, it's been a long time over in there. Even though I'm not, <laughs> I don't consider myself an evangelical anymore. I don't consider myself part of the far right wing. I do still have a spiritual connection around this time of year, and I and I still do. Uh, you know, go to the the Christmas Eve service and still have what I feel is a a, a connection to God or a connection to that that whole thing. And I do think about Jesus on Christmas. I just don't make it a, a point of contention with other people. In other words, if you don't, if you just like the trees and you like the snowman and you like Chevy Chase movies, whatever, awesome, good for you. I'm not going to force you to say Happy Holidays while I say Merry Christmas. To me, it means one thing. To somebody else, it might be the right. worst time of year, uh, and that's great. So I'm cool with with either way. But for me personally, it does. I do still have a um, I do, I do a bit of a spiritual says, connection. God bless to you it. to me when yeah. I'm checking out at a store or something. Right. I'm not going to be like fuck you, you know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I get what they're saying. They're just trying to say like you know, like I said, the namaste. Yeah. It's just like them saying like you know, well, make it I, easy. I, I get where you're coming from, Brandon, because I I have a spiritual connection too. And one of my favorite Christmas stories is, um, I don't think I shared with you guys, but I started a church back 20 years ago uh, with a good friend of mine. And it was an inner city church. And Christmas time, um, and it wasn't unique to Christmas, but I just remember this particular Christmas. We had been um, out in the parks gathering homeless people, giving them something to eat. and uh, I remember having a Christmas service and those guys coming. And I, it was thrilling to me because I can't remember ever being in another church where homeless people just came in off the street and sat with our regular parishioners and them not being offended by it and not being, being spooked out by it. And it was just a fun night. We went out and got some more Kentucky Fried Chicken, ate, sang songs, and had fun. It was to me, that's what I wanted church to be about. Sure, sure. So maybe, maybe, maybe the end does justify the means in the regard that at Christmas time, it is the time of year when more money is given to charity than any other time of year. More homeless people are fed, and granted, more I know products I, are sold. That's true, but let's, let's follow me here. That granted, yeah, it should be all year long, but it, it's not. That's just right, not the right. way things are. But there is a time of year, six weeks or whatever you want to call the, the holiday season, where people are. A little bit nicer, not at the mall though. If, if you, <laughs> but in general, people they get in contact with people they haven't talked right. to. They send cards, and so there is a bit of in American culture and in some foreign countries as well a, a bit of peace on earth that happens for a brief period of time. Now, yeah, it would be great to expand that into the rest of the year, but there is on the other uh, on one side you've got the commercial nonsense, but on the other side you do have 
there are some positive things and I have lots of stories. Of I think those, for me, know. it's just such overkill and it, you know, it really does seem like it starts early and earlier. So, you know, at the beginning of November, people start breaking out their stuff like right after it's August. Halloween. Let's go. Let's get well, ready. no, but it is like right after Halloween. Now there are this people like they got their lights up. They're already doing it. You know, the, the songs are already playing on one of the stations or whatever. And in Dallas, God, like it takes over four or five stations. But um, if it, really, if it was only say the week before Christmas or maybe started in the second week of December and then everyone did all this stuff, I wouldn't be as, I, oh, it's just overkill to me. I'm just bombarded, and I, I it's yeah. like means nothing to me. The overkill for overkill. me is I work in education, and I have to watch women wear those stupid denim vests with Christmas <laughs> splattered across. For you love the little light, the, glo- the little oh flickering digital for, LED lights and stuff. Yeah, every day for seems like three months. That's what I mean. It's like two months long practically. And if it wasn't that, I think it would be have more impact. I would take it more seriously. It would. Just you not, you know, because by the time it actually comes around, I'm like, thank God, like, get this over with, you know. And how Robin was saying the 26th, I'm like jumping up and down after the holidays because then p- things just get back to sort of normal and everyone's not distracted to this Christmas stuff. And everyone, it's not even all good. Like, people, even that they say they enjoy it, so many people get stressed out around this time. You're too. right. And there's you're so right. many suicides. There's so much, like, you know, strange violence just because, you know, also with the supposed, oh, it's so happy and joyful, but really it's just another day and another month or whatever and so you know there's also the flip side of what that does yeah when people that are alone out. people that are lonely it just it amplifies or they, they that can't yeah. have, they don't have the money this year to buy the presents and whatever you know i mean that's true you're right you're right and for those of you who are lonely out there <laughs> you can call stephanie i'm gonna now give out <laughs> stephanie casey's phone number get out of pin we'll look at our blankets of paper together nice. <laughs> well good good stuff guys and um Thanks for listening, and, and as always, feel free to send us an email, and we will read those on the air, uh, and we'll be back soon. We'll see you soon.